Well, Ed, I am a entrepreneur. I am a passionate, uh, I would say, advocate for youth in Broward County. I am also a motivational speaker. I am very passionate about our youth and empowering them. I have a natural connection with kids, naturally. I can walk into any room and a child would run towards me, which I never understood. People always said, oh, you're meant to be a caregiver or have your own daycare. And I said, no, that's limiting me. My family and I, we were talking on the phone. We were doing our New Year's resolution and they came around and asked, Sinead, what is it that you want to do? And I gave the most absurd response. I said, hey, I'm going to be someone just perhaps just going about life. Just I have no ambition right now because I was so broken. Um, mindset, my body, everything started going wrong. I lost my job. I lost my apartment, I lost my car, I lost every single thing, and I moved back from Jacksonville with just one suitcase. I mean, it was a moment where I just felt like this is this is definitely it. There's no way that I'm going after my dreams and trying to make a living for myself, and I'm losing everything. And I basically prayed and said, you know what, I really need to get up out of this situation. And I kid you not, the next morning, I got up, I had the name of the agency, Aspire to Inspire Agency. I had the passion for what it was that I wanted to do. And I called a good friend of mine who's been pushing me to start my own company. She's like, you have too many talents. She said, let's do it. And I said, wait, are you serious? And from there, everything just started flowing. How I needed to set it up, what type of programs, every single thing, I grabbed a pen, it was just, overwhelming the inspiration that was coming to me. And I'm a type of person and I, I act really fast. If there's something that's on my mind, I execute it right away. And I mean, Aspire to Inspire Agency was basically formed within two months. How's it going, powerful people? My name is Duajil, and thank you so much for coming back to the Unlimited Power Platform, the platform where we showcase different people in our community, within our world, impacting people, helping them chase that unlimited potential that they have residing inside of them. Now, after this show, that's what we hope to do, hope to help you recognize that power. Without any further ado, I'm sitting here with Shanae Hudson. How are you doing today, Shanae? I'm doing fabulous. Yes, absolutely. You. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you again. Now. So, one thing I always say is I like for people to give us an introduction of themselves. Mm -hmm. So, why don't you introduce yourself and tell us what you're all about? Well, Ed, I am a entrepreneur. I am a passionate, uh, I would say, advocate for youth in Broward County. Um, I am also a motivational speaker. I carry many hats. I'm very passionate about our youth and empowering them. I run a very, um, I would say, relatively successful um, talent and performing arts agency here in South Florida. And I am just, you know, elated to be here and just um, happy about this opportunity. So what are you most passionate about in the world? Well, to be honest, I believe that my purpose is to empower others, is to build. I am a natural creator, so I'm able to look at an individual and see perhaps areas in which I can assist 
or lend a helping hand in whatever way that is possible. So whether it is helping them to build a business, helping them to um, esteem themselves, to feel better about themselves, just empowerment overall is something that I feel was my gift. Mm. Yeah. So if you walked in a room and you could leave one thing different, what would that thing be? That I could leave with them in that room? I think it would be inspiration. Um, I believe that everyone's story is unique to them. And because of their story that it is that they have, it's able to impact others just by their presence. You know, I think that's what it is. What does it mean to be inspired? Hmm. To be inspired means to be um, experienced, in my opinion, to be um, at a place where um, you perhaps had no idea or direction. And then one day, I would say like a cloud, a burst of, of mm -hmm. energy or, or an idea comes to mind and it's something that's passionate within you. So it's something, it's, it's birthed from an experience, I believe, that's where inspiration comes from. Mm. I heard of something that Wayne, Wayne Dyer, he said, inspiration is like to be in spirit. Oh, yes. Or to be in alignment yes. with, with yourself, but to be able to receive that because ideas don't come upon vessels that are too clouded or mm -hmm. too restrictive. Mm -hmm. So it has to be a openness mm -hmm. for these ideas to come. Tell us about a time in your life where you experienced some like ideas just coming, like, oh, I'm just flowing with the universe. Wow. <laughs> I would say, Edward, that would be more so when I launched my agency. I was at a very dark place in my life, and my family and I, we were talking on the phone. We were doing our New Year's resolution, and they came around and asked, Sinead, what is it that you want to do? And I gave the most absurd response that I'm not sure if I can say it on camera, but I said, hey, I'm going to be someone just perhaps just going about life. Just I have no ambition right now because I was so broken. And I said it in a joke. I was laughing when I said it, but honestly, I was at a place of emptiness. And then they said, Sinead, no, there's so much more in you. And that night I went to sleep and I cried myself to sleep. And I basically prayed and said, you know what, I really need to get up out of this situation. And I kid you not, the next morning I got up, I had the name of the agency, Aspire to Inspire Agency. I had the passion for what it was that I wanted to do. And I called a good friend of mine who's been pushing me to start my own company. She's like, you have too many talents. She said, let's do it. And I said, wait, are you serious? And from there, everything just started flowing. How I needed to set it up, what type of programs, every single thing I grabbed a pen, it was just overwhelming the inspiration that was coming to me. And I'm a type of person, I, I act really fast. If there's something that's on my mind, I execute it right away. And I mean, Aspire to Inspire Agency was basically formed within two months. Mm. Yeah. So would you say that decision is the gateway to inspiration? Absolutely. Absolutely. Decision and execution. How do you muster the courage to decide? Well, to be honest, I'm a daredevil. So anything I believe that challenges me or I, I'm a little bit afraid of or I have a somewhat of a fear, that's the thing that I move towards the most because I know there's greatness in that particular thing. That's why I'm fearful. Sometimes we're fearful of our own ambitions, our own potentials. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of more so instinctive for me. Because if I know that I'm a little afraid of it, maybe it's something that's best for me. So 
I know you. We said you were in a dark place. Mm -hmm. I believe that dark moment really mold our character. Mm -hmm. You know, God could God couldn't create a universe unless there was a void. Absolutely. So out of void, He created an entire existence. Mm -hmm. Tell us, walk us through some of your darkest moments. Well, um, some of my darkest moments <laughs> entailed sickness. Um, I remember about I would say roughly under under three years ago. I moved away to Jacksonville, Florida, and I thought I had it all planned out. You know, I had the kids, I had two boys, I had everything planned out. Okay, I'm gonna go for this career opportunity. And when I got there, the person who I was dating at the time broke up with me. And I felt like I invested so much in that relationship and it just took a toll on me. After a while, things started spiraling out of control, my health. And then one day I got up and I went to work and I just couldn't see. I was like, what in, what in the world is going on here? I can't see anything, and I'm like, okay, maybe I just need a moment. So I decided I wanted to leave work early that day. I left, and I was driving home. I couldn't see again. So something said, okay, you know you have an eye condition. So I went, and I said, okay, I'm going to go get checked out. Found out that I needed to do immediate surgery on my eyes, or I'd be completely blind. That just definitely just messed up my entire um, mindset, my body, everything started going wrong. I lost my job, I lost my apartment, I lost my car, I lost every single thing, and I moved back from Jacksonville with just one suitcase. I mean, it was a moment where I just felt like this is, this is definitely it. There's no way that I'm going after my dreams and trying to make a living for myself, and I'm losing everything. So, you know, I did the surgery, Horrible experience. I mean, I was down and out for months because of the excruciating pain and just the recovery process. And, you know, my family was there for me, thank God, to, to support me. But I was just lost. And little did I know that that worked out for my good because now birthed this agency that has inspired so many people. Our events are just, it's, it's, it's overwhelming all the people that I've gotten the opportunity to meet I've gotten the opportunity to share my story with and to inspire through what it is that I do. I feel I had to go through that hardship so that they can understand that, listen, you can do it too. So, you know. And when you talk about losing things, you know, I've experienced some of the things you've experienced, losing. Hmm. How did you feel like when you were losing things, when things were getting shed away? How did that feel? I felt like I was nobody. It pretty much feels as if, I guess we get so attached to our possessions that sometimes our possessions make us feel like we're somebody. And when I lost it, I was like, I'm definitely nobody. I ain't got no car, nowhere to live. I got two kids. What is it that I'm going to do now? I'm worthless. So I felt worthless. I felt as if I had no strength left within me. People would call me and encourage me, and I was just beyond depressed. I wouldn't go anywhere, I wouldn't do anything, because I lost what I thought I had worked so hard for, you know, so hard to gain, so, hmm. yeah. So how did you affirm yourself that you were somebody? Because you needed to have some affirmation, mm -hmm. because or else you wouldn't have done or anything, or taken action, or overcome. Right. So where did that affirmance come from? What impacts? I would say it was the constant support from my family and that one friend that I mentioned. Um, 
that kind of took me out of that place. And after having that, those, you know, different um, words of affirmation and encouragement, it's only so much you can do until you realize who you really are. So I sat down one day and I was crying and I said, there's got to be more in me than this. Everyone is seeing what's within me but me. There has got to be something better. And one day a dead stranger who I didn't know expressed their, um, their, I guess, their admiration for me. And I was like, me, you know? And then that's, I think that's when the light bulb came on, like, Shanae, get it together. There's no way they're all lying to you about who you are. It's time that you realized who you are and start living for you and doing better. So I just decided, I'm going to use whatever gifts, talents, education, everything that I have for my betterment and to empower others. And what was the work that you did practically, like practically, what did you do to grow at that point? Um, what I started doing, the first thing I started doing, I started researching because if I wanted to be the best or to evolve into being the best at what I do, I knew that I needed to educate myself. Just having a passion is not it. Mm -hmm. So I researched on YouTube. I researched online, I went to different workshops. I enrolled myself in um, programs and just personal development um, programs and, and workshops in the area. I got involved with the Urban League. I'm also involved with the Chamber of Commerce. So that was something that I knew that, okay, if I wanna be great, I need to hang with the great. You know, I need to get more involved and I learned from them. Mm -hmm. And from there, I just kept evolving, mm. yeah. You know, when I was going through my process, I realized that every circumstance or every book or every conversation mm -hmm. is like a, it's like stepping on a, you're stepping on a ladder. Yes. You're stepping one step. Every time you start to see, you're looking more. Tell us about different stages of enlightenment in your life. Like, when did you realize this? And then, oh, and then you realize, oh, this is what it is. And then you realize, oh, this is actually what it is. Like, tell us about the different pills. Have you gone through different stages yet? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I, I realized what worked for me and what didn't work. I realized um, while growing and dealing with different, I basically reached out to different people who were doing great in their business and in just different areas of their lives. And they became my mentor. So every time I had an idea or something I wanted to do, I would ask them. Sometimes they wouldn't really give me the answer, they'll let me seek for that answer or let me make the mistake until I would find out what worked. So one of the things were finance, you know, understanding how to basically budget. Because I, when I started my business, I started with nothing. I didn't take out a loan. I just worked, saved whatever money that I had and invested, invested, and that's basically it because I didn't want to go into debt in any way without knowing what the outcomes would be. So. As I grew, I realized, okay, Shanae, you can't do things this way. You can't work your organization that way. Whatever works for you and makes um, your organization unique, that's what I should stick to, being authentic. So that was something that I would say was a learning experience for me, is learning how to be true to who I am and also learning how to work with others. That was definitely a challenge for me, mm -hmm. yeah. So tell us about working with others, starting an organization, facilitating uh, the, the talents to come to the event and mm -hmm. facilitating the people that are actually presenting at the event. Tell us how did you learn to put all those pieces together to make things happen? 
that's funny. I, I wouldn't say I got training for that. To be honest, I think uh, some of these things came natural. Um, I, some of these things I cannot give credit to say, okay, someone walked me through it, honestly. But what I will say is that when I went to an event um, within the community, I would pay attention to how they did their stuff. I'd say, okay, I like this, I'll take this away. You know, I like how they're organized. I like how they set the table up this way. I just had a youth entrepreneurship expo um, and it was a great success uh, with our youth in South Florida. And that in itself was something just birthed from an idea from my mom. You know, she said, hey, I think we should do a youth expo, youth entrepreneurship expo. I was like, whoa, this is big. Did I necessarily follow other people how they did it? No, because I did it completely different. You know, we decided to bring artists in and performances and all speakers, panelists, and then we had the expo aspect, giveaways, all these things. So I decided that I was gonna just allow myself to be free to create. That's it, I love to create. So honestly, I just allow those creative juices just to flow. And of course, I'll take pointers from successful events, successful people, and see what worked for them and apply it to myself. So modeling with a, with a pinch of your creativity. So there's a concept that Tony Robbins always talk about a lot, but it's a naturally known concept of modeling. Find someone who's doing what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Find an organization that's having a process of the way you want yours to go about. Mm -hmm. Study from them and improve upon it mm -hmm. so that you yourself can do something greater. Absolutely. All right, so that was just a couple of things that we just spoke about. Now, finding that thing that you wake up in the morning and want to do, or you just can't wait to do it, a passion, a drive, a mission, something you want to do in your life is very important. And as we take a quick break, I want you to ponder upon what you're passionate about. What potential is hidden inside the contents of your soul that needs to be painted in the form of a business or nonprofit organization? Think about that. I'll see you right back. Hello, powerful people. My name is Edward Giles, and I want to welcome you to this holistic experience in the form of a Patreon page. If you keep tuning in for the next two minutes, and I'm going to tell you exactly what this page is all about. Patreon is a platform where you can support your favorite creators. Now, I'm a creator, not just a creator, but a motivational speaker, a Tai Chi instructor, talk show host, and also soon to be author. On this platform, I'm going to be posting all types of holistic content. By holistic, I mean things that will help you achieve a whole mind, body, and nutrition. I believe that if we look at all areas of our lives, we can make a dramatic change and that could improve the quality of our lives. So by becoming a Patreon of mine and selecting one of the three tiers, you'll be able to get access to exclusive interviews with holistic doctors, life coaches, uh, fitness professionals, anyone and everyone that can help you with that. As well, I'll be having Qigong meditation videos, I'll be having fitness videos, I'll be having motivational content. So there's a lot for you to digest so that you can stay inspired, motivated, and uplifted to achieve your goals. So don't linger in the idea of wanting to sign up or wanting to become a Patreon, but show your support and gain some great insight by becoming a Patreon. And if you know anyone that could um, benefit from this, send it their way. All you have to do is select one of the tiers, 
Let's get started so that you can stay motivated, empowered to take care of your health, your mental health, your physical health, uh, your spiritual health, all health areas. I invite you to go ahead and become a patriot. Hey, welcome back. My name is Edward Giles, and you're tuning in to the Unlimited Power Show. I'm sitting with Shanae Hudson, having a wonderful conversation about the, the development, you know, the personal, professional development that life guides you towards over time, the challenges, the, the reroutes, you know, these different things. So, Shanae, if, God forbids, that you were passed away, you passed away, and you, the world is saying something about you. There's a story, they're putting a headline in the Washington Post about you. Mm -hmm. What would you want that headline to look like? Wow, that's powerful. I would say I would really want my headline to say I was a woman who was selfless. Um, I've always, that I have empowered a lot of people and allowed them to tap into their purpose in life. That, I believe, is a legacy that can live on. Mm -hmm. So I want to have left behind a legacy of, of inspiration, a legacy of determination, a legacy of love, a legacy of passion. Just being able to be an influencer in my community. Mm. That's it. That is it. Well, where do you see yourself in five years? Hmm. Five years? I would say I see myself on a more, I would say a national platform. Um, my intention is to go outside of the state of Florida um, with my program, my agency, some of these events that I have that are more so in South Florida, I'd love to have on a national platform. So it, it would involve integrating different companies and partnering with different um, influential people in order to have a bigger impact on the nation. That's, that's basically it. As a motivational speaker, what are some of the main points that you, that you talk about or that you strain on or that you use to help people grow and you know, get them going? Most of the time, I believe, speaking about self-love and self-actualization, self um, knowing and understanding who we are and what we're capable of, I think, is the number one key that we can use to unlock all of those, you know, doubts that we have about ourselves, all of those limitations. Because a lot of people, the reason why they don't move from point A to point B, they just have not come to that sense of realization that, okay, I'm stopping myself. I'm holding myself back from what I really need to do. If you have a passion about something, why keep talking about it, thinking about it, uh, trying to find the right time? Just do it, you know, just execute it. So I would say self-love mm -hmm. is what something What is the definition I, of self-love? Self-love is understanding that you're perfect just the way you are. Um, I believe that 
hey, I don't have 20-20 vision, but I believe that it doesn't limit me. I mean, I have a lot of limitations, but every single thing that I do, I do not make excuses for myself or feel bad about what it is, whatever circumstances I'm in. I use my circumstances to tell a story or to influence others. So I don't use it and, you know, mope, feel bad. No, I use it to empower myself and to empower others. So, I mean, it, it sounds like you have a growth mindset. Oh, know? yeah, big time. And you don't have that <laughs> limiting mindset. Can you tell us about the, the importance of mindset and walk, walk people through, like, why is it that some people can recognize their potential and mm -hmm. others don't? Why is it that some people can actually get going and others won't? Talk about the mindset. Wow. The mind is so powerful. It is so powerful that I believe sometimes it's our environment because sometimes we are brought up in a pessimistic environment where, oh my God, it's doomsday every day. It is always something bad happening to me. It's the why me. It's I can't, I won't. So being able to challenge yourself and some people, the reason why they get out of that situation, they get sick and tired of being sick and tired. Mm -hmm. So you have to get to that point where you're at rock bottom like I was, then decide, okay, I'm going to find an outlet, whatever that outlet is to release that hurt, that pain, that brokenness, find that outlet and then start finding an avenue to get empowered, whether it's going to seminars, free seminars, paid seminars, books, audios. I mean, find that source that will give you that that energy, that positive energy that you need to pursue what it is you want to pursue. But until you get to rock bottom, most people, they don't get fed up. They don't, they don't go in the right direction until they hit rock bottom. So you got to get uncomfortable. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. Yeah. So tell us about the state of your mental health over time. Mm -hmm. You know, there were the, there was the deep, darkest moments. Mm -hmm to the moment, okay, now I find my purpose. And then to the moment where now I'm in it. What are some of the mental challenges that you have over time? Because I know we still have them even when we, we get into these different stages. What are some that you had over time? I, I struggled with, over time, I guess, um, speaking with others, I had an issue with networking because I just automatically felt that people were gonna see that this girl don't really have all the experience that she should have or you would think she should have. So it was always thinking about what the other person's perspective might have been of me or, you know, what it is that they may have thought. And it's always, most of the time, it was always a negative mm -hmm. um, idea I presented to myself. And then I started telling myself, man, I'm not getting, you know, the connections that I want to get. I'm not really getting where I want to go. And I'm like, maybe they're sensing that insecurity. Maybe they're sensing that I'm insecure in what it is that I'm presenting. So I started to basically fake it till I make it. So I started looking in the mirror and telling myself that I am, I am a millionaire. I am successful. I make six figures, not yet, <laughs> but I make this, I do that. You know, started telling myself these things. And then every opportunity I got, I made myself uncomfortable. So I decided, you know what, Shanae, you're going to be uncomfortable at this networking event. There are 200 people there, 
but your goal today, girl, is to get at least 10 to 15 numbers. Yes. You know, and that's what I did. I challenged myself, even though I was struggling. The first handshake wasn't as firm as the second one. You know what I'm saying? So I kept going and I said, okay, I'm going to get better with the next handshake and I'm going to give more eye contact. And that's what I decided to do. So the more I conversed, the more comfortable I became, the more efficient I became, the more receptive people were, and I got the connections that I needed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, for the, for the person like a motivator, a, a speaker, a leader, an influencer who's out there, sometimes you, you do have the imposter syndrome mm-hmm. or the feeling, oh, am I good enough yet? Because you with yourself so much that you don't realize your own value. Like mm-hmm. you said, somebody has to tell you what you have inside of you. They, oh, have, yeah. to, they have to say, hey, look, you got all these things going for you, but you haven't been able to see it for yourself. Mm-hmm. So it, it seemed like at some point your self-image, you had to work on that, oh, yeah. on that belief, that, that self-image through what you said, looking at yourself in the mirror and saying these words, affirmations, mm-hmm. you know, sending those to the subconscious mind is, is very, very important. So, you know, I believe that when you, when you recognize what you can do for the world, you start to get out your own way so that your soul can do what it needs to do. Yes. Because the ego, the personality self, is judging. Mm-hmm. It's very judging. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, th- it's thinking, oh, like, what are they going to think about my credentials? Or mm-hmm. what are they going to think about this or that? But the, the soul operates out of a spirit of wanting to contribute or give. That's why yes. I, like, I, ask, I don't ask people, like, oh, I didn't say, oh, what, 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 what's, what degree you had? Or mm-hmm. what professional background have you been? Or, like, what shows have you been on? Or what, what, what's your intention? Like, mm-hmm. that is like, what, what's in your heart? What do right. you want to share? What, what do you want to leave? And in that itself, you find your credibility. Mm-hmm. In that itself, you find your, your self-acceptance. Yes. You know, you yes. find your worth when you know what your true intentions are. Mm-hmm. Walk us through some of your fears. What scares you? Well, right now, I have a lot less fear than I did before. Um, But I would say some of my fears are dying unfulfilled, you know, dying without fulfilling my purpose. Because I believe there's so much more vested in me that is ready to be released. My fear is is just going out of this world with a half, I would say, a half project done. Like the project is halfway completed and... I passed away and I didn't get to leave that legacy that I would love to have left for my, my two boys, my family, all of that. So I want to, my fear is just not getting to the place of my highest potential. And I just feel like it's every day you're getting higher. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's an ultimate high, mm-hmm. but I know I have a lot more growth to, you know, to basically exhibit. So. And that as, is it. And as you can increase in potential, you increase the bar for your potential. Oh, yeah. So, and, and then the more and more you, you increase your potential, then you start to realize, oh, my potential is actually not even in my accomplishment. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. A, you can get to the point where you realize your potential is actually just in your beingness. Mm-hmm. You get to the point where you're, you're so successful, you mean billions of dollars, you're like, if I can just be right now in this circumstance, right, right. I'm reaching my best potential because I'm authentically communicating with people, mm-hmm. authentically communicating with my spouse or my kids, giving that attention. Mm-hmm. So potential re- is really something that, that it's about how do you feel about yourself? Mm-hmm. You know, 
do you feel at peace? Like, mm -hmm. do you feel good? Mm -hmm. That's the ultimate question. Do you feel good about what you're doing? Absolutely. You know, I always say, I, I, have a, I had the fear of, what it is, I had the fear of not living up to what I speak about. Mm -hmm. So what I, what I did with fear was, oh, since I have a big vision of wanting to be holistically sound, that entails getting so many areas of your life good that you feel like you have a, a chip on your shoulder mm -hmm. to do everything right. Mm -hmm. So I decided that instead of turning, letting my fears rule me as far as being afraid of this happening, I'll turn it to my mission. I'll take the fear, slash the power of being fearful, and put it as my passion, as what's going to propel me forward by yes. turning it into my life's mission. I love that. A mission, a vision, a drive for your being. How can we start to overcome our fears? You know, that was how I did it. Mm -hmm. What are some ways we can overcome fear? Overcoming fear means dealing with it every day and accepting the fact that, okay, this is something I am fearful of, but not staying in that state of mind, still pushing yourself, pushing the bar. So if you're afraid of communicating, if you're afraid of, of making a big move from one position at a job to another, or becoming an entrepreneur, leaving your job to start your own business, I believe is acknowledging that, listen, this is scary. I understand that this is scary, but this is something, I believe that passion should exude fear. I believe that you should not let fear paralyze you. It's real and will never be outside of fear. I believe it's always gonna be knocking at our doors, but our passion and our, our intentions should always, always exude it and just allow yourself to just jump, to just move. And after a while, that fear will gradually become smaller and smaller until you've either overcome it and then perhaps something else will face you. But I believe it's a constant um, exercising of, of faith, a constant exercising of determination, regardless of what you're faced with emotionally. Hmm. I say you can have butterflies in your stomach mm -hmm. or you can have bats. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You can have butterflies of joy, of mm -hmm. excitement, or mm -hmm. you could have bats of death and fear. Mm -hmm. So either way, you're going to have That's that little okay. feeling, that gut feeling mm -hmm. uh, in, in your gut. But it's up to you to decide what it's going to be. What's the label you're going to put on it? Is right. it going to be adrenaline? Right, or right. Or is it going to be something else like cortisol or something like stress and fear? Mm -hmm. So it's really up to you to decide it's up to um, us. how that feeling is going to work, work all about. Mm -hmm. well, with that being said, what gets you that butterfly feeling in your stomach? What gets you excited? Wow. What gets me excited? <laughs> I guess working with people. I love people. I'm a people person, but primarily children. I have a natural connection with kids. Naturally, I can walk into any room and a child would run towards me, which I never understood. People always said, oh, you're meant to be a caregiver or have your own daycare. And I said, no, that's limiting me. Mm -hmm. I believe I have a connection with them so that I can relate to them and empower them. Like perhaps no one else would have the opportunity to do. So what gets me the most excited is being in a room full of young, um, happy, spirited children and having that opportunity to pour into them because I believe they're, the, they're just the future. So if most kids, 
necessarily don't have an environment um, that is the most um, productive, perhaps, or um, they don't have the, the most support, some kids, in certain areas. Mm -hmm. So I feel that being in a room with kids where I can influence them, that is, for me, I'm on cloud nine. Even with no money in my pocket, I am the most happiest when I'm in a room of children that are happy and positive and ready to learn and all of that. Even if they're not, I'm still happy to be around children. Mm. Yep. Cloud nine. Oh, yeah. I always like the idea of, like, being on cloud nine. <laughs> Feeling like you're, you're flying. Oh, yeah. That's beautiful. Now, what gets you on your cloud nine? And what's your definition of being on top of life? You, at the end of the day, you have to figure that out for yourself. A lot of times we label that as a passion but and a purpose, but it can just be what lines up with your frequency and energy that gets you excited every single day. So seek more of that rather than the things that make you fearful, diminish your light, diminish your power. But with that being said, we're going to take a quick break and I'll see you right back. Hello, powerful people. My name is Edward Giles, and I want to welcome you to this holistic experience in the form of a Patreon page. If you keep tuning in for the next two minutes, and I'm going to tell you exactly what this page is all about. Patreon is a platform where you can support your favorite creators. Now, I'm a creator, not just a creator, but a motivational speaker, a Tai Chi instructor, talk show host, and also soon to be author on this platform. I'm going to be posting all types of holistic content. By holistic, I mean things that will help you achieve a whole mind, body, and nutrition. I believe that if we look at all areas of our lives, we can make a dramatic change and that could improve the quality of our lives. So by becoming a Patreon of mine and selecting one of the three tiers, you'll be able to get access to exclusive interviews with holistic doctors, life coaches, of fitness professionals, anyone and everyone that can help you with that as well. I'll be having Qigong meditation videos. I'll be having fitness videos. I'll be having motivational content. So there's a lot for you to digest so that you can stay inspired, motivated, and uplifted to achieve your goals. So don't linger in the idea of wanting to sign up or wanting to become a Patreon, but show your support and gain some great insight by becoming a Patreon. And if you know anyone that could um, benefit from this, send it their way. All you have to do is select one of the tiers. Let's get started so that you can stay motivated, empowered to take care of your health, your mental health, your physical health, uh, your spiritual health, all health areas. I invite you to go ahead and become a Patreon. Hey, welcome back to the Unlimited Power Show. Today we're sitting with Shanae Hudson and we're just discussing a lot of amazing things about life, personal development and personal growth. So you're passionate, you're very passionate, purpose-driven. Let's talk about more on aligning your finances with your passion. I mean, how have you found ways to monetize your nonprofit organization? Or not, I guess it's nonprofit, so you don't really monetize it, but to fund it because there are people who are thinking about starting a nonprofit. Their passion mm -hmm. may be to help kids and they haven't found a way to do that. So tell us about the process, the administrative work that you had to do for your organization. Um, there has been an extensive amount of work that has gone in 
to building um, the financial um, contributions aspect, I would say seeking out um, companies that have a passion for what it is that you're doing because you're, you're more likely to have funding received from them. I mean, some people think automatically about grants from the government and things of that nature. However, I also use, I would call associate sponsors from local businesses who are interested in um, partnering and, and, and being a part of the organization's um, vision and helping to fund that in, in, in exchange for different services. So let's just say if Winn-Dixie is a sponsor for my programs, any of the employees from Winn-Dixie will perhaps get a nice benefit. Mm -hmm. You know, their kids will get a different, you know, a discounted rate and things like that. So seeking out companies and associate um, companies that are passionate about some of the things that you're passionate about and not just relying on one source or one method or one way about going about funding. So being open-minded for that. So yeah. What are some learning curves that you learned about through this in this industry? Some of my learning curves have been um, my approach on getting partnerships. Um, and um, that was something very challenging for me. Um, we've partnered with a, an organization called Suit for Seniors. And the um, founder of that organization is Javante Edmonds. And, I didn't know necessarily how to go about certain things and but good thing he's a friend of mine so he would very sweet just say Shanae you may want to go about it this way you know if you're going to someone else you may want to fix your letters and your sponsorship letters and your proposals in a certain way that is appealing because you're working with kids it needs to be fun and bright and you know certain things of that nature and he basically kind of helped to stare me in the right direction as how to approach um, potential partners and things of that nature. So that was something that was challenging for me because, I mean, hey, I was someone who did a nine to five, was told when to eat lunch, when to go to, you know, when to go on break, all of these different things. So having that mindset, the mindset of a winner, of a boss, of an executor, like I just had to know how to get things done and how to be successful at getting the results that I, you know, was desiring or seeking after. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, you've then taken those, applied them, see what works, it doesn't. Yes. And, you know, do the modifications that you need. Oh, yeah. And such. Tell us about some of the different projects and stuff that you could have going on with your organization coming up. Uh, well, our next project will be the Best in Me Youth Empowerment Conference. This is an annual conference that we host for the community for South Florida. I mean, however, though it's for South Florida, I have people flying in from different states to attend this event because we bring in international speakers every year, um, one of which is a 11-year-old girl. She's an author, a poet, and a motivational speaker. Her name is Natalie Wamboy. She is phenomenal, very intellectual, very inspiring. She comes from humble beginnings in Kenya, Africa, and we fly her out every year because everyone wants to hear her. So this year we're involving a lot more of our youth. Mm -hmm. So I would say I have about five young speakers all under the age of 18 years old this year. It's phenomenal. And these young people, they are very brave. They're very intelligent. They're very inspired about what it is that they want to do 
and purpose. They have basically tapped into their purpose at a young age. And that is what is the thing that drives people to come on out to that youth empowerment conference. It's going to be on September 1st of this year at um, the Art Servants on, on in Fort Lauderdale. Okay. Yep. That's so come out. Don't want to miss. How do people it. get how do people get tickets and stuff? All right. So if you're interested in attending the event, you definitely want to go on Eventbrite, type in the Best in Me Youth Empowerment Conference. It will come right up. You can Google the Best in Me Youth Empowerment Conference. You can uh, go on Aspire to Inspire Agency. We're on Instagram, Facebook, Aspire to T-O to Inspire Agency. It will be on there. If you follow me, it's on there as well. I What's mean, yours? my personal page, I am Shanae Sweetness Hudson on Facebook. On um, Instagram, I am Hudson Lady. So it's just so many different mediums. If you're even following Suits for Seniors, we've partnered with them mm -hmm. for the conference this year. Suits for Seniors will also be advertising these, this event as well. So tickets are definitely available, $15 general entry, $30 for VIP. And I mean, it's gonna be a great one this year, for sure. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. Well, what would your final message be to empower somebody to access the unlimited power that's within their soul? I would say no matter how far you have fallen, no matter how far you have gone from your purpose and you have lost that momentum, you have lost that passion in life, no matter how low you have become, you've lost everything, it is okay to start new. Once you have life, once you have a new opportunity, you should access that opportunity by just basically picking up the pieces. You don't have to get it all together at the same time. You don't have to necessarily be able to know how you're going to go about doing it, but just take the first step towards achieving that goal, whether it is reading a book every day, whether it is surrounding yourself with a positive, um, with positive friends, positive influences, whatever it is that you need to do or you feel to secure whatever is left in you, secure that and run with it. You don't have to know every step. You don't have to know every piece of the puzzle. It is all right to be at times confused, but utilize that small voice, that, that, that passion that, is, that lies within you and use it to pursue your goals regardless of fear. Just move towards that goal that you have in mind. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. And thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Unlimited Power Show. My name is Edward Giles, and I want to remind you of one simple fact. And that fact is, if God is unlimited and he has all the power, and you're a human carrying the DNA made in the image of such God, it means that you yourself have the unlimited power to achieve what you want, to become and evolve to the person that you would desire to be, even if you don't know it yet. But first, belief. Until you believe that, the world will forever miss all your talents, all your gifts, and all the great things that you have to offer. So remember, let your light shine. Don't hide it. Don't dim it. Thank you.